Someone once had a great line. We have two memorial days in Israel, Yom HaSikaron and Yom HaShoah, every year, one to remind us of the cost of having a state, and one to remind us of the cost of not having one. These are national days of mourning, just as is the mourning period of the three weeks which complete tomorrow and Sunday. Yom HaZikaron in Israel is immediately followed by Yom HaTzma'ut Independence Day. Tisha B'Av, when our holy temples were destroyed, is followed closely by Tuba'av, when the Jews in the desert became survivors because the desert generation ceased dying. While the transition from a day of mourning to a day of celebration may not seem intuitive, the truth is that this is what life is all about and keeps us going. No one can live a normal lifespan without experiencing mourning, and it is through God's goodness that he sprinkles celebrations upon us to be able to endure the hardship of mourning. Yesterday, my family mourned for the art site of my father, who was Nifter 13 years ago. Today, we celebrated the bris mila of a new grandson. Tomorrow and Sunday, we will mourn for the destruction of our temples and the second Jewish commonwealth. And next week, we will rejoice on Tubav as we celebrate the Jewish desert survivors, which were a prelude to our entering the Holy Land and building our country. Even as we stood yesterday on Harazasim in mourning, we looked around and saw the miracle of a rebuilt Jerusalem with construction everywhere and a dynamic city full of life. Yet, there is still mourning for Jerusalem as the temple is yet to be rebuilt or implanted by heaven. The constant mixture of mourning and celebration is what life is made of. Perhaps we need them both to be even keeled. We remember to mourn for the temples at weddings when we build our houses and at other times, such as the three weeks when we are bidden to temper our happiness and joy, with mourning for the temples. But this mourning does not prevent us from living our lives, studying Torah, and conducting ourselves normally. Chazal gave us rules by which we should display mourning, but the mitzvah of mourning does not mean that we should be so anxious or preoccupied with our loss that we cannot function normally. Rashi in Ksubis Davavah explains that the mitzvah of Avelis requires us to exhibit sorrow and abstain from certain activities, but it does not require us to be emotionally impaired, troubled, or in despair. One may indeed have those feelings, but as far as halach is concerned, they are optional and likely detrimental. Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's Parshat Varim tells us and repeats to the Jewish people to dread not and fear not our enemies, because the Lord your God, he will fight for you. Even when our lives are in danger, we are not to fear our enemies. Our mourning, whether national or personal, should be tempered, because God will not only fight for us, but he will erase the cause of our mourning by rebuilding our temple and commonwealth, by reviving our lost family members, and by bringing Mashiach and our total redemption very soon indeed. Shabbat Shalom.